0: Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll move on this listener right now in your gentle, loving, powerful, and merciful way as they listen to this message from All Nations Church in Tallahassee. Amen.
1: This morning we're privileged to have missionaries Greg and Latoya McClurkin with us. They're missionaries to South Sudan which is in northern Africa. If you're familiar with that particular country, you know it's uh, been ravaged by many different weather events, from drought to floods. Uh, Some of the poorest people in the world live in South Sudan, not only physically poor, but spiritually poor, having a lack of knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The McClurkins are coming today to share their vision, their burden, and their ministry. Would you stand and give them a royal missionary welcome right here at All Nations Church? Would you come please, Greg and Latoya? Thank you. Thank you. All right.
0: Greetings in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, that name that's above all names. Amen. We are so thankful to be here today. Uh, Before we start, we'd like to open up with a word of praise. So if you can just bow your head and close your eyes. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this open door. Father, I just pray as we speak that you use us as vessels. Um, We just glorify your name and we commit this service into your hands. And we cover us with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord? Um, Every church that I go to, I always tell the people... If you don't get my accent, just say amen, because I don't get your accent. (laughs) Uh, We are so thankful. Firstly, we just want to say thank you to the church for your support. Um, We couldn't do it without you. Thank you for letting us be the hands and feet of Jesus. Uh, Today, we're going to give you a report on what we've done for the two years in South Sudan. And my husband is going to do most of the talking this time. Amen. And he'll share a bit about his testimony and how God has... um, how oh, God has healed him. Amen. So we're just so thankful, and I hand it over to my husband.
2: Well, I didn't know I was going to do all that, but, but thank you. <laughs> good morning, church. Is everyone doing okay? All righty. Y'all look like a good bunch. So I'm nervous, so if you smile and go along with me, I'll be okay. Um, as Latoya mentioned, I'm, the Lord is still working on me. Uh, I've gotten a lot better. I've struggled first time we was a 10 or 8, and I had a real bad stuttering problem. But the Lord has healed me. And it's a miracle. Uh, that's, that's, that's here. But when I walk off of this pulpit, it's different. If you ask me something, it's going <laughs> to take me a minute to, <laughs> to get to you. But I thank God for that. I give him honor. I give him glory for that. I always like to start out praising the Lord. It just seems like it makes things go, go better for me. It does. If I give him honor, if I give him glory, um, that's the most important thing, I think, out of all of it. Um, We're going to share what we've done for the last couple years that uh, we've been gone. Um, So you clearly understand what is going on in missions. They teach us, there's phases of mission. There's three different phases of mission. One is pioneer, that's the first stage. Then you have a parenting stage. That's where you come in and do all the teaching, and then you start to uh, build the, the, the different types of ministries and things of that nature. Then you have a partnership, and that's why you have been there for some years, and it's time for you to move on. All the work is turned over to all the guys that you've sold into for all these years. And so my actually calling initially was in the pioneering stage. Last time we talked a lot about a lot of buildings and all these things that we've done. And pretty much the compound is established one hundred percent the first compound. We have three. And I'm still because of the war broke out in two thousand thirteen. When we left them here, I wasn't able to, to, to go back up there. I haven't been there since two thousand and twelve, I think. But now things have gotten a little better and 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 I want to go back there and and I start that work, so I don't get ahead of myself. But that's that's the stage that we are just finishing up now. As pioneer, I haven't had anybody to come and relieve me. Usually, there's only um, one missionary hardly ever goes into, into into two of these different phases. Usually, another person would would come in, and I'm praying for that person. Now that I'm leaving missions, I'm still will be um, would be within the area, but it's free me up to go ahead and do some other things. Uh, we really need somebody to come and, um, and work in, 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 uh, in, in this next phase. So keep us in prayer about that. Um, what we have done is part of that process. We've finished all the buildings, all of that, the churches, the clinics, schools, everything is up and going very, very well. We have a staff of 27. It's full time. And I still have a couple of builders doing some day work and things like that. So it's been a long process. I just found out, somebody told me, um, starting a new work is it's a 15 year process. And I didn't know that, if I didn't know that, I wouldn't have signed up for it. <laughs> I would not have, but I didn't have a clue. They tell me this when it's almost over. But, <laughs> but, um, but thank God, um, he was able to, to go there and use me uh, for, for that part of it. So what you're going to see now, basically we in, we into that phase two. And so I'm entering, I'm having to actually go back and actually um, take care of some things of myself. I have to equip myself for this next phase. And um, I have started taking um, some Bible uh, school there, with Reverend need at the college there that he's in. And so I'm trying to, I accepted the pastor of the church, I think right off the left of here, 2017. We hadn't had a pastor in a long time. We've, we've been having pastors, but they never stayed around. And so we felt like the Lord was wanting me to pastor that church. And so that's what I'm I'm doing now. And so to sort of equip myself, I did I did go back to Bible school. I went some 20 years ago or more. And uh, I'm not saying I forgot everything I learned, but <laughs> uh, that's a long time to go. And, you know, and step in the role of being a pastor and all these kind of things like that. So but anyway, we're in this second stage of of ministry now. We've been there for for 12 years. I've been there for 12 years. And um, I'm, from, um, from, from, I'm, I'm from Nashville, for the ones that don't know me. A lot of people I get, wow, your English is very good. Where are you from? Uh, they think I'm from there. And I said, no, I'm just from Nashville. And they said, oh, okay, <laughs> wow. But anyway, I'm um, not going to talk a lot long. Uh, I do want to um, make those that had some concerns about uh, the peace, the peace. Um, country haven't been in that good of a shape Um, but it's i got news last night i was chatting with somebody there and um in south sudan last night and they said this peace process is finally is moving ahead there was a major hurdle accomplished they came to agreement about the different states anyway there was an issue that was holding everything up and they resolved that thing on yesterday so that's, that's good news. This, South Sudan has been fairly quiet, but there were some hot spots still coming up here and there. And, and so um, it's just hard to know. One day, you, everything is well. You wake up the next morning, the country is on fire, as they say. And so, but um, anyway, we praise God for, for that. But um, I think we'll go ahead and start uh, videos. I'm at the uh, PowerPoint if you'll like. And I'll just go ahead and show you about these ministries that we are doing. Now, this phase that we're we in, we are basically getting these, this particular. Let me explain to you. This is a particular, this is the newest country within the world, South Sudan is. And of course, um, uh, was a, they separated from the north. And the north was mostly Muslims, and Catholics was down south. And so that's where they're at. And but they started, um, they started uh, fighting among the them, themselves after they got free from the north. But it's like the Lord wanted to take this particular tribe and work on them. They've been in darkness for many, many years. They really have. They've been. They've just been backward, backward, backward. They are a hundred years behind now, even still to to this day. But it's He's taken our assignment for this ministry have been to take this particular tribe, and as we say in Tennessee, from scratch. They was illiterate, 100% illiterate almost. Even their own language, there was no reading or writing in it. There was not even a written, their, their language was not, it was only spoken. And so we started from there to go in and build the schools, build the clinics, all of these things, start them uh, schooling. And so that's where we're at now. And so, um, but it's, the minutes have gone well. Uh, we've taken them a long way. I'll share with you some of the sponsorship programs and all that is going on. But it's, it was a pretty challenging thing. You take a group of people from, from zero up to uh, what they're reading and writing and all these things. But at the end of the day, what the Lord has showed me is, it's these that will fulfill the, the, the great c- c- mission. It's not my, my job. My job is to go there and to equip these people. That's the stage that we are now. And so, and and I thank God. So I don't have to worry about being a a famous preacher like T.D. Jakes or nobody. That's not what I'm called to do. I'm graced. (laughs) I always wanted to, but I found out it's easier to stick with what God had graced me to do. And so there's no need me trying to uh, come before you and, and do a great message because i couldn't do it in no way that's not, that's not my calling but anyway we'll go ahead and get into the powerpoint and so all righty we'll go to the next slide please all righty this is the church now um we finished this church in 2017 2018 we moved there uh we had about 60 now uh, when we first moved at the church, the church is running 220 on the average. And most days, there's more than that. It's just 250, 270. It's too, it's too small now. The conference, I built it for a training center. And that's, I think that's what I told y'all last time I was here. That's where the Lord was leading us to. But it's full now. And so we're thinking about going outside. And I mean, going and uh, we'll use this for a children's church. And uh, go back and refurbish the old church and make it bigger. It, it was bigger too, anyway. But I've always had that sense that the Lord was just using this this particular ministry, like I say, to train and 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 to uh, to bring uh, this this particular tribe around to where they could do His work. But anyway, the church is still going very very well, and so so we thank God for that. All right. Uh, this is the village outreach um we was able to plant those those two churches i was telling you about last time i was here then the village um uh, the one uh with the ladies on the one side um that was the well that the church had provided i think a couple of years ago and this particular these are the ladies in front of that well that well is still going it's providing good water for a lot of of, of people it really has I was was telling Miss Ann last night, I'm sort of disappointed uh, I, I was in Kenya, and I sent them out there to do this whale And they fixed it the second time it broke, and they they give the workers a big fat goat. They were so happy, and that's an honor. And I didn't get anything <laughs> out <to do. laughs> of You know, I love to eat. And I went to those guys. They said, "Oh, we've already finished that goat, Greg. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're good at nothing." But we thank y'all. We thank y'all for for happiness us with this project. But 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 out of that out of that particular whale we we did have a I mean. A, we was planting a church in there, so helping them with the well, it just made things like better for them, and they are really enjoying that well. Before they was going down in the river and, and fetching water, during dry season they would dig down and follow the, that, that follow the table, the water table. Some they would start at two foot, three foot. Within a month, when dry season they would go down. I mean, very, very deep, deeper than I am. You could see the head. But anyway, just this. Small gesture of fixing this well have have blessed those people, and we go there with them on Friday night. Church service is awesome. We go there about about 8:30 at night, and stay for a couple of hours with them. And they I heard they go up to 12:30 or one still worship and praising uh, after I leave. And so that's why this picture is dark on one side, you, you can't see it, I wanted to take a picture, but it's nighttime, there's no lights and nothing out there. But uh, so, we, so we thank y'all for that. So we actually planted a church inside of that village, and then there was another village we planted a, a church as well for our outreach. Okay, what is next? This is our internship, this program is still going well. Um, if any of the youth or grandkids or anybody your children if you want to come over for the summer it's good you're welcome to come um we did have some uh interns in 2019 there was a couple of girls i think came from kansas city or somewhere um, it's a good uh program you can just come over for summer or you can come over for two weeks or a month or something like that uh, there's plenty of work to do There's always work in the clinic these girls they worked in the clinic for a couple of hours and then they went to a, uh, served in the school as teaching English and math. Uh, we're still looking for somebody to come over for choir. Uh, we need, really do. I have no, no no musical skills at all. We still we have a keyboard player. I managed to get all those things, but we, nobody knows how to play them. I mean, we're struggling. Uh, so if any of you, or I mean, just whoever is interested in coming over and helping us in, in that in that line of work is, is good also but you keep us in prayer about that one. Um, one of the last phases we was able to do in building was this particular classroom. This is one of the first classrooms we built, the old one, the one with the iron sheets off. from it. it basically had, fell, had fallen, basically had fallen apart. It was um, built in 2008, one of the first buildings, but we have a 100 and something people, students a day in that small building. Each class has four classrooms. We have about 30 to sometime more, but it's at least 100. We only have two classrooms, and so there's 200 and something uh, at least. So it had to be 100 and something. Um, but I was praying about this, and, uh, and the Lord just blessed us with that. I didn't have the money. There was a church out of our conference. They just called me out of the blue and says we well, feel like God is um, having us to get involved. But anyway, um, it, we was able to, uh, to get money. Um, from uh, from this side to finish that building, and so that's what it looks like now. It's very good. It's basically a brand new building. Uh, we've done redone all the all the floors and windows and doors and all those things on it. So we thank God we was able to, to get that done. Let's go ahead and pass that one. That's just a little a little porch I built on the missionary house. I got bored one day. This is when the teams come over. The house is not small, but it's not huge either. So we have a team of 15 to 17 usually come, but they, this is where they can go and sit outside and browse and, and take their food out and eat dinner and all these things. So I was able to do that. This is uh, our class of 2019. Our first class we graduated was 2016. I think this is our third year. anyway. yeah, and it's a small class. Uh, This one, all of them is not there, but we graduated uh, 23. This is class eight. And you probably look at them like, man, these are grown men, and they are. They're in their 20s, Uh, but because of the war, they wasn't able to uh, to go to school. And uh, so they started late. And it's one of the policies of the government. If anybody wants to go to school, um, there's no way that you can turn them down. I've had them come and start in the first grade. That was just last year, that was 15 or 16 years old. But if you don't know, if you're illiterate, you, can, you just can't enter into ninth or tenth grade. I mean, you have to learn your ABCs. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> but anyway, these are they, this. That's why they are, they are they're a bit old. But this is class eight. Uh, most of these, all of these students here have gone on to uh, to, uh, to start their secondary uh, school as well. Um, this was our day, our graduation day. Um, this is what it looks like on graduation day. They have their uniforms and all these. The other side is their fashion show. Uh, it's a big thing. This is their uh, true traditional wear. This is what they wear w- w- within the village and so they all all look the same to me but it means something different to them the different beads mean a a different thing and how they wear their clothes and but anyway that that day was a good day it was a big celebration for us there but you keep us in mind keep us in prayer uh, for this as well sponsorship programs is a big big thing there it's really um it's it's the biggest i guess would be ministry that we've started so far this is, this is, it, this helps to equip these students past secondary, past, um, uh, um, the, like the primary school. There's no high schools functioning in South, within our town. We only had one, and it did not open back up this year. Last month, this month, two weeks ago, it was supposed to open. And that's where a lot of our students was going to, we were sponsoring them. And then we have we sponsor some other kids in Kenya and Juba, and capital city, and all that. But but um, but this church has been a big part of this ministry also. Um, I don't I won't call their names, but the, but but there's some, there's some ladies that know they're they're, they're the one that help uh, sponsor a lot of these girls, um, our sponsorship program. But anyway, keep us in prayer about these. We we have a we we, we a total of 31 last year and this year. It's, it, it, this year I think is twenty eight so far uh, This is the only way we 're going to really get this ministry going uh, it's been a long time, but when these students are sent out, they come back, and those are the ones that we'll use to teach in our schools and all these things. so the investment is really heavy, and it takes a long time uh, so, but keep us in prayer about this ministry also. Our clinic is still going very well well. Uh, there's not much, yeah, not much. It changed. We we had one nurse the last time I was here. We get we added a second nurse, um, so it's still going good. It's still free. All the drugs are free. Everything is everything is going well. We see about twenty five or thirty families uh, a day uh, there. A uh, teams. Uh, we had a team in 2018. We had a that there was a dentist on this team for the first time in the 12 years I've been there. And that was a big thing. Uh, there's not one within our village. If you get a two fake, you're just out of luck, really. Uh, the best thing you can do is take a pair of pliers and pull it out if it gets that bad. So this was a very important. Guy. It was so big, they announced it on the radio. I mean, it was a thing. Uh, I went in and told the people in the health department that this dentist was coming, they, they took it up on themselves. But the first couple of days, he was only there for four or five days. Nobody came to get their teeth full, and I knew that was a lot, it was a great need for it. So they was thinking, I come to find out, it was just like when they do in the village. They just find a pair of pliers and you drink something strong, whatever your flavor is, and you pull it out, try to. But one guy was brave enough to go and found out they was dead in the teeth. And then the word spread it and then this guy was flooded for the next couple days He pulled out like a hundred and twenty some some teeth in two days So it was a big thing so and I thank God for that and I can get some sleep, too There's a lot of time the boys on the compound. They have a a toothache. They come to my house at 10 11 o'clock and I don't know anything to give them but in Tennessee we used to take a piece of paper towel and roll it up and dip it into a bleach And stuff it. Anybody? Did y'all do that here? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It works. (laughs) It didn't long enough for you to go to sleep. That's for sure. And that's anyway. That's what I was doing. Wonder if I didn't kill somebody there. (laughs) But anyway, let's go to the next. Uh, Compass Ministries. This is a ministry started in Kenya. Uh, Let's go to the other one because of time. This was a ministries that these are the things that, that that we're actually doing when I go out to Kenya because of the way things was Latoya now and and the kids stay across the border in Kenya and so I would stay in South Sudan for a month and a half or two months And I would go there for leave for for two weeks And so it's like the Lord is chasing these people and we have a lot of our students are school in there And so when I went there to, to make sure I kept busy it's like um, it's uh well it wasn't it wasn't like the lord had put it up on my heart to to start to equip these young people that is there we have seven students there in kenya on that side that is that is studying there they were staying at the bible college with Reverend sneed for five of them were and so we that there was plenty of time but this was a ministry that, that we started off. so in and the, in the gist of this ministry is to equip them when they finish high school so, when they do go back, they will go back and that uh, they would be able, they'd be able to maintain and keep themselves. So, we're equipping them with, uh, with knowledge to how to run business, small micro business, and how in the issue of church or doing pastor care, doing a uh, proper church service, and all these things. We bring in every month, we bring in people from outside with all different things. I mean, we even show them how to make candles, soap. I mean, anything we can teach these guys that can, that can help them. And the good thing about this program is when um, it, it's partnership with, with brother Jamie Dunnings, he's over uh, a micro business, and brother Jamie have come also and done classes with these guys. And so they will submit a proposal to brother Jamie. And if it's a good enough proposal, he will loan them money to when they go back to start these businesses. And this basically helps them to, to feed themselves and take care of themselves where they are free to actually serve within the church. There is so much work there, and the ground is so, is fertile. I'm telling you the truth. Now, this is the problem. They they know the Lord, and they heard of the Lord. I think I shared with you before, but the Catholic, fir- uh, Catholic faith there is different. You don't have to do anything different. You can still drink. Seriously, you marry three or four wives, all of them. So you talk about holiness, it's not there. So you have to try and <laughs> clean up all of this. And um, they still in the bondage b- because of it. Uh, he, I'm not talking about anybody, but even our own father there, he has more than one wife, three or four wives, several kids. I mean, just whatever. And so that you, you even though they know the Lord, but but there's there is no uh, change to them. And so hopefully. Um, but anyway, so we, we're trying to equip these, these boys in Kenya to, to face all that kind of things and give them, give them all this kind of knowledge and things like that. So keep us in prayer. All of these students here, the good thing is about this one, all of these, all of these are that finishing, uh, finishing up in 2020. So this is the first group. I've been there 12 years. And so this is our first set of people that is finishing secondary school. And these are all in Kenya. And so we just thank God for them. Thanks to six or seven of them. So, but keep this ministry in prayer as well. Thank y'all. Um, this is another ministry that there was, we started last year, uh, 2019. This is a girls' ministry within the school that we started. It was very important. Uh, this came about, uh, we start, I had two girls to end up pregnant within our, um, within the school. This is the first time—the the, uh, first time this ever happened in the 12 years I've been there—and we sat down and talked to them and found out they didn't have a clue. I mean, I mean, of course they had a clue how it happened, but, but they didn't. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I'll give them that. But uh, it's sad because if you think about it, you're 13 or 14, 15 years old. You go home from wherever, (laughs) school or wherever, if you're allowed to go. And you come home and you're already married. They're waiting for you to come or fetching water, whatever. The diary, cows have been paid. They're just sitting waiting to take you off to someplace you've never even been. And that is is what happens a lot. And so these girls, they don't get a chance to learn. You go from being a kid into being somebody's wife. And it's in the villages. There's something that that they don't do or talk about. They don't talk about these things So if they escape that they come to school This is what happened if you have two daughters or three one is basic sacrifice She's allowed to go to school. The other one is remain home They are the one that bring cattle for father family, so they'll let one go but one must stay And so if you escape that when you reach 15, 16, 17 years old, you still, d- 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 uh, you, I mean, you, 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 you just don't know. You don't, you don't, you don't have the knowledge about going a- into a, into a womanhood and all these things. And so, when we talk to these girls, they just didn't know these things. And so, so each month we meet with these girls. Not me, but there's a, some teachers. We bring in people from outside, and this is what we actually we, we, we deal with it with, with these with these these different subjects on hygiene and all these things. Christina, uh, one particular girl that really still bothers me, she was part of this. She wasn't part of this group. She, she was the was one that, that got pregnant. She was from another village up on the mountains from a different tribe, but her parents sent her down to live with her uncle so she could go to school with, with us. And our school is a different tribe, mostly. When she got in herself in, 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 into this fix, uh, they normally find a boy, which I know, is, he was in our school also. They usually pay seven cows for their mistake or they go to prison for six years. So we went there with them to work out something with this family and they just told us, you people go. We have decided, the uncle says, we're going to send her back home to the mountains and tell her parents that she was raped because we don't want to mix with this tribe. We don't want to have nothing to, to, to do with these people. <laughs> and so that's how that case was selling. And this girl was only 16 years old. But what bothered me, she had hope for going to school and all these things. All of that has been wiped away. She would never, and I heard just before I left, they sent the information that she was given to uh, another man from her tribe. She's married. And the guy really loved her, and he wanted to marry her. And I think about that, and that's like being in prison, or even worse. You, you're there for the next 40 or 50 years, however long you live, just there, just inside the, inside the village. And there's no way of going to school. Once they get married like that, there's no way, there's no way out. There's no going back to school and all these kind of things like that. So. But keep this ministry in prayer as well. All righty. This is Bloom. You want to explain?
0: Amen. A fun fact is um, it's con- I'm considered to be the most dangerous tribe in South Africa, and we work among um, the Sudanese people are considered to be the most dangerous tribe in Sudan. So I always joke and say, i is um, attracted to danger. Amen. <laughs> um, God has called me to work with kids with special needs in uh, Kenya. So once a month I work with kids... Um, in Kenya on a Saturday and that's what we do on Saturdays. Can we go to the next slide? Um, I'm also doing, I'm also the coordinator for Kenya for the Sunday school over there. So please just keep these ministries in prayer. Um, and when I'm on break, when Ethan is in break, Ethan goes to school in Kenya. So when he's on break, we do go to South Sudan and I do do Bloom ministry in South Sudan as well. Thank you.
2: All righty, what is next? all righty this was um this next picture the, 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 these uh, this is a former uh this is the street marriage that we started i think just be i think it was here before uh, i think we just started before but it's it's changed its name this is called it's accomplished kids now since we have the Compass ministry these boys came and told me they, they've been there for some for three years or two and three years they said, Greg, we're no longer a street boy. We don't want to be called street boys. We've been here with you guys for <laughs> for two years now. We, we, we don't live on the streets. And I said, okay, that's, that's fair enough. And so we ended up changing their, pro, uh, changing their name. But this program is still going very good. But it's hard to keep them. I'm going to have to re, re, restructure this ministry when we get back. So pray about that. We, we wanted to have something of 12 boys, 12 to, 12 to, 13, 12 to 15 boys. We only, got, we only got six now. We had seven one anyway he had some issues i let him go but we only have this is not all of them in the picture but we have six of them but you keep them in prayer it's hard to keep them we we we, we bring them there and they they i'm telling you they're addicted to street like you ain't never seen anything else they'll come and stay for a week or two and they'll get the energy back they slept well and then we start getting them a, a few clothes and they feel good about themselves and and then you know the, the, they just go but, but I've been there. Uh, we, the, you can reward yourself for doing good in a bad way. Just a short testimony, even I used to do it when I was doing drugs. I would get clean for six months. It's the crazy, thing. And then you want to go and celebrate it by doing drugs again. <laughs> no, seriously, you know, you just say, I'll just get a little piece and let me celebrate this. And then I'll go on back to, you know, being sober again. But that's just that's nonsense. But that, that's what these boys that pretty much do the same thing. But so they so they're coming and going, and coming and going. But it, but at least uh, we still have the six or seven that is there for a time. So keep us in prayer about this ministry as well. Uh, this is their house. I think I just started it before. Uh, um, before, when I was here the last time, but this is this picture's about six months old. This house is finished now, so it's all fixed up and painted. Very nice house for them. They don't have flush toilets or nothing, but it's a good house. They do have beds and all that thing, and a place to cook. And really, they um, they can put sit-in areas and things like that if they wanted. This is Carter Center. Carter Center was was one of the boys that that I let go. Uh, we call him Carter Center. Carter Center had a case of TB when I got him. A lady working with for the Carter Foundation there, uh, she was from California. Jimmy Carter have done a great job there of stamping out. Um, there's, a, there's a certain worm that gets into your system. Anyway, it comes out your skin and all this kind of things, and, but that's what they do there. But this lady had brought him there and asked me to take care of Carter Center. Uh, that's what I named him. And um, uh, he was part of the program. And I really liked, liked Carson a lot, liking my own son. He's the only one I really trusted and let him come into my house, uh, you know, from time to time, you know, to bring things and do things and, around there and help me out a little bit. But I, every time I go to Kenya, something would come up. Somebody would, uh, last time in October, my door was open when I left two hours. And they said I left my door open and I know clearly I didn't, so I said maybe it was a rush. I left, and around 5 o'clock, it was still dark anyway, so I sent him there to close the door. Two days later, the same, same thing happened again. Then the third time it happened, it, the door was open, and my office was open also. So I knew then something was, something was going on. Somebody was going <laughs> inside of my house. Um, and I just got to Kenya, and I wanted to spend time with my wife and kid before we... Uh, before I went back there and this is not about really Carter Center it's about the Holy Spirit and the, and I would have never guessed who the person was but the Holy Spirit just showed me Carter Center so you don't worry you enjoy your time here there's nobody but Carter Center and sure enough I got back there and I knew I would backslide if I went to him first personally so I sent somebody ahead of me to talk to old Carter Center <laughs> if, I, if I, la- I was going to, if I laid hands on him it would be the wrong one so <laughs> I'd end up in jail myself so anyway uh, he admitted it was actually him so I said let me just take him to the police and see what all have he done uh, just to you know and so they interrogate him a little bit and come to find out this boy has been sleeping under my bed even the night before I left I, I, I smelled it. No, seriously. Well, nobody's in my house. So when somebody in your house, I mean, all of us like that, you can tell. But then I look for it and... I thought, maybe I'm just going crazy, I even jokingly, and I went, and I remember I slung the bath shower open, said, come out, I know you're here, and then I went and opened all the doors, looked behind the doors, and I couldn't find nobody. So then I just, my doors was open, so I figured somebody just walked by the door and blew the smell into my house, and then I went on, went on and went to bed. But come to find out, O'Carter Center had been sleeping in that house seven, eight times with me, and I had no idea. I would go outside, he would slip in the house, I usually I go out in the evening when it gets cool and set and talk to the big boys, we still have six or seven of the big boys sleeping there. He would enter into the house and take what he wanted and, and then when I, uh, before I came back, But if I come back too quick soon, he would go and hide under the bed or behind the dresser. I saw another place. There's no housekeeper there. Latoya's not there, so the place is real dusty sometimes, the floor. (laughs) So I went and looked under my bed. It was just clean. It was a tile floor. It was wiped clean like glass. And that's when I knew uh, he was sleeping under the bed. But then I asked him, he actually confessed all these things. But it is um, that, uh, that was actually a trying time but but I just asked him to just to sleep in town but come to find out he had also done a lot of things he'd been there several times uh, the good i 'm saying the goodness about him, he never harmed me, and i think I thank God for that. He never laid hands on me he never took anything from me um personal just money uh basically all. Uh, that was other things valuable, my laptop. And, and I knew it was somebody that really wasn't a real thief. Uh, they opened my laptop bag and took something equivalent to $20 in, in their currency and left the laptop. And then it went to the office and I said, what are they still there? They said, they just took candy, Greg and sugar. I said, what kind of thief is this? And, <laughs> and I, that's when I knew then it wasn't, it wasn't really a real thief. But the, the gist of that is, I, I thank God. Thank God for His protection. I thank I thank the Holy Spirit for for being there and showing me those those things as well. And I like to use that being because if you are if you are following God and what your uh, graces follow you, if you're following your, if you truly following your call and your gift, then grace is there for you. And and that's what God has showed me through this whole thing. You know, he could have really could have knife me quickly while I was sleeping. Went out the back door, and no one would have never know because he's a small boy. This boy only twelve years old. He would went into the chair, into the church, and took some chairs, and sent them to Juba. This cattle truck passed my compound, so he would take chairs and put them in the bushes when the truck would come by going to another city to sell cattle. He would flag them down, and sell him my chairs, and they was <laughs> anyway send them all to Juba. Anyway, okay, keep us in prayer about that. <laughs> uh, this is a day for Christmas, our celebration day. Uh, this year, they said that was, I wasn't there. I bought the bowl, all these things, and left them, and I left. It, got everything ready for them. They said that was 1,200, but I doubt it. I mean, 1,500. It's probably 1,200. But anyway, from our, out of our compass, that a church that always sends us. Uh, the funds for the Christmas bull. It was a big day, the baptize. Usually I like to show people that, but I wasn't there. I, I wasn't able to baptize any this time. I asked them, did they want me to baptize? Because they only get baptized once a year. And that's Christmas Day, special to them. And so I was going to send somebody else. And they said, oh, no, we're just waiting until you come back. So, so I figure I, I got a lot of work when I get back there with those. All righty. What is next? That's just on. That's just some of the girls on Christmas Day. The, the, this is this village in the white. That's the church plant we we, we fixed the well in. That's part of their church there. They, they always come in for one big service on Christmas Day. Join us there. All righty. Our uh, only goal in 2020 is We're not going to finish the until we um, uh, to around June or July before we get back. Let's go to the next slide. This is that compound I was at in 2002. This is our second compound. Let's go to the next one. This is, what it, this is what it looks like now. Like I said, the war broke out in 2013, and so I wasn't able to actually go back up there and finish up this compound. So hopefully if we get another person to come and sit on this one, uh, like I'm, I'm able to go and, um, and, 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 th- and start this compound as well. This compound just basically needed the church uh, dried in. It's dried in now, had finished up the church, and then go ahead and um, and do, just do a small school and things there on this compound as well. Uh, the good thing about this, the Lord showed himself again, very strong. Uh, before I came home in December, the Lord had put on my heart, cause I, I'm like, okay, what do I do when I come back? What do I share with the people? And uh, my heart was touched to go and work on this particular compound. It's about a it's about a seven hour drive from the from the place I'm at now, but it's a whole different town and a whole different set of people, and it's uh, the ground is fertile there also. It's, uh, but the issue was, uh, as always, as missionaries funded. And so I, I I contacted leadership and told them what I wanted to do. And the, and they just told me straight up. They said, yeah, we'll support you. Anything you want to do, uh, we'll keep you in prayer. But uh, we'll tell you now that, you know, there's no funds for it. And I'm thinking I can pray for myself but no <laughs> i need something good no i'm just joking well i but anyway but i got home uh just show you how good the lord is a couple of weeks ago other church out of our conference they called me and says greg a lord's check came in and we don't know what to, what this money is for uh contact your people and see and i was shocked it was a good amount of money it's just the money we needed for, for this church. And I did call them, and they said, Greg, you use the money however you like, w- want to. Uh, but it's, you know, and uh, I knew then it wasn't for a new Chevrolet I wanted. It was for, <laughs> it was for uh, to work on this, this, um, this, other, this compound. So this is big for me. Uh, I have a testimony from this one. This is where I got beat going, working on this church at that time. Coming from this particular church, uh, we, got in a, uh, we got into an accident on the road with some government soldiers right out of boot camp. So they was already hyped up. They had their families all with them, riding in a big, huge truck, military truck. But anyway, uh, we had an accident. Our driver didn't see him coming. This truck was over speeding. He wanted to overtake us. And the guy tried to dodge a pothole, the car I was in. So when the truck had to go off the road, this big military truck, and to keep from hitting us in the back end. It, it, it wasn't our fault. It was their fault, really. But anyway, the truck turned over, and some people got hurt. And, and in the meantime, the one wasn't hurt. They come out, and they was mad as hornets. They pulled all of us out, and we got a serious beating. I mean, a serious beating, old and young. They asked, <laughs> asked no questions. And I got beat bad that time. And I hadn't been there in South Sudan long, maybe six months. And I started having a pity party. And I said, I'm going back and pack my things and I'm going home. If they're going to treat me like this, yeah, I'm a missionary. I'm from the U.S. <laughs> you know, how can they treat me like this? I'm coming to help them people. But those guys didn't know I'm the same color they is. They did know where I was from. But anyway, um, but the Lord said, Greg, they've done much worse to me. And that settled it into my spirit, and I, I just I, I, pretty much I laughed it off at that point, and it's and it's very very true, but anyway, that's what we had on this compound, and actually they busted my eardrum. I didn't know it. It's the blood was coming out of my ear, and I had to go to Kenya for about a month. I couldn't hear and get all that fixed up and everything, so I don't want to just to release this compound, but back to the back to the government. And if you hadn't done anything in 10 years, the government will come back in. And say, if you're not going to develop, just go ahead and give it back. We'll, we'll give this compound to, uh, to another person. And I'm saying this to say thank y'all. Thank y'all for, uh, for, for the support the church has given us. It keeps us there. We've already got money for this project, so we're not asking for anything. So, but your support are, have been to keep us there. And all these ministries, we are able to do, this, to do these ministries because of, of, of this support from, from this church and other churches. So we thank y'all for it is there anything else um yeah th- th- that's just uh, th- that's just the, the the picture of the town we live in i've been there for 12 years all them little shiny tops are just buildings uh little shops and things like that uh is there anything else i think the names have been changed there's a few more slides will click off quickly somebody said greg how do we know you're not back in tennessee and just <laughs> and just enjoying yourself there. So the evidence here's my evidence that I, I, I've been to Africa. Uh, uh, all right. Is wow? These guys are impressive. All righty. I think that's it, and we'll just quit there, guys. There's no need in me continue, and uh, this is just what we've done. But we thank y'all again. We. Uh, Miss Ann for keeping up with us and keeping us in line and and all of these things. And so we we thank you, uh, Pastor Steve, for having us. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Greg and LaToya. We appreciate that very, very much. Ushers, would you come this morning, please? We're gonna receive an offering for uh, the McClurkins and the ministry in South Sudan and Kenya. If you're writing a check this morning, make it to all nations. You can use a credit or debit card if you need to by using the offering envelope and the seat back in front of you. Those of you watching online, you can actually give online. Go to the missions tab, select the McCler- McClerkins and give to them this morning. We encourage you to set up your giving online. It comes out regularly, systematically. Even when you're traveling, you're still supporting the work of God. So we encourage you to do that. Thank you for that great report and uh, knowing what God is doing in South Sudan. I'm looking forward to the day we can bring a team to help you there. That'd be a great stuff. Would you bow your heads and let's pray together. Father, we thank you this morning for the opportunity to hear what you're doing around the world. We pray that you'd continue to reach men and women for Jesus Christ through the McClurkins ministry. We pray that you'd expand heaven because of them. Bless their lives, anoint them, use them. Go before them with favor. Meet every need represented in their lives and in their ministry. We thank you for bringing them to Tallahassee, to All Nations Church. Bless their lives today. And now bless your people as we sow into this great harvest. In Jesus' name, amen. You made it to the end of the message, and now what? Is God leading you to make a
0: change? Are you needing a good church home where you can grow and help others grow as you fulfill your part in the body of Christ? Then we invite you to join us at All Nations Church on Sherer Road in Tallahassee, a multicultural church founded on the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. Our Sunday morning service is at 10.30 and Wednesday night service at 7, plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more.